Welcome to Allison's Wonderland. I'm your host, Allison Packard. Join us as we journey through the looking glass and down the rabbit hole into the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Hey, do a girl a favor and please subscribe to this podcast and go on iTunes and leave us a good review. If you like the show, please help spread the word. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. Hey guys, do you ever wonder what it takes to go from posting impressions on YouTube to starring in a major motion picture? Well, today we're here with voice actor Brian Hull to talk all about how that happened. Welcome back everybody to Allison's Wonderland, the show that takes you inside the world of animation and video games. Today we're here with voice actor Brian Hall. He's going to share his journey with us. Hey, Brian, welcome. Hey, good to be here. It's so good to have you. It's amazing. You are my first guest that was with us on what I'm calling season one of Alice's Wonderland. And you came back for season two. Woo-hoo! Round two. Yeah. <laughs> do do. Put on your boxing gloves. <laughs> No, come on, let's do it. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, I think you have like one of the most amazing and inspiring stories out there. I know we talked a little bit about it, but now you just finished starring in your first major motion picture as Dracula in Hotel Transylvania 4. Yes. And how does that feel? It still feels like a dream. I don't feel like it actually happened. Yeah. Especially because you know this, you're recording so far out from when the actual movie comes out. Yeah. It's, it's like I was recording throughout the end of 2020, but the movie didn't come out till early 2022. So it was kind of like, I've already had my moment to be like, oh, I'm in this thing. I recorded. Okay, I'm good with it. And then it came out and everyone's starting to do it now. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, y'all missed the whole thing of me doing this before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I've kind of like, all right, I've calmed down from it. I'm good now. And then that's when everybody comes in because like, oh, y'all just saw it. (laughs) Right, right. This is news to you. Yeah. Yeah. News to me. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of threw me off. I wasn't expect. I was expecting it to feel a lot different than it did, but it's still awesome. Yeah, it's almost like for us, the real win is when you book the audition. Yes, the doing the job is just the joy. Yeah, that's yeah, the fun no. part. Yeah, it was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. and so I mean, tell us a little bit about your process for preparing for the role of Dracula. <laughs> voice match. Yeah, it was a voice match. So um, I watched the first three Hotel Transylvanias. Uh-huh. I don't know how many times I could probably. <laughs> sit here and quote them word for word for you right now oh from beginning God. to end. Please go. Um, oh, good. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But no, it was uh, it was a crazy experience because like every time I had a job to go in, every time I knew I was going to go in, I would watch at least one of them, if not both two of them the night before. And then I would be listening to one on the way to the studio. Like I wouldn't watch oh. the movie. I just turn it on and I just listen just so that I could have like Dracula in my soul. Yes. While I was recording. Yes, in your so, soul. Yes. Yes. So that I, by walking into the uh, walking into the job and I'm like, hello, I'm here. All right, let's get started. <laughs> we need to do some Dracula today, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but it was awesome. I actually got to record. I was surprised. I was the only member of the of the cast that recorded in person. Really? Everybody else recorded from home because like, this was end of 2020. So, of course, you know, lockdown was still going on, oh. but I was able to still go in. So it was I got to go in there. Everyone else was on via Zoom. So I like had everybody watching me from an iPad from <laughs> right next to me. So one of the directors. Well, one of the directors was there. <laughs> okay. That's he cool. was there in the room and he was like 20 feet away from me with his mask on. And then we had the uh, recording technician up in the booth. But yeah, it was awesome to actually be there because I got to go to the Sony 
county lot every single day. And I kind of had to like, I felt really privileged because it's like they would meet me with a golf cart and drive me from my car. And I'm oh, just hello. Like, so it's like, oh, so this is what it's like to pretend to be Adam Sandler for a day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like doing the golf wave as yes. you go by. Hello. Hello. I see everybody there. Hello. <laughs> you want to take my picture? Yes. Ah. You cannot because you won't show up. No reflection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And so mm-hmm. you would go to the recording studio. Yeah. Do you have like a, a warm up method or anything you do before you get ready to record? Uh, well, I do all that in the car on the way up. Okay. So it's like I do a lot of singing, do anything, just kind of get my voice going. Mm-hmm. And then with this job specifically, I would, like I said, I'd put the movie on and I would just quote the lines while I'm going like in the car. So yeah. I would just do everything I can to get, not just do the voice of Dracula, but get into character. And I would yeah. be doing that the whole car right there, which I live kind of far away from the studio. I had like an hour and a half to drive from Ooh, hey my now. house to there. So I'm like, I had plenty of time to get into character. <laughs> and that was during lockdown where traffic was very low. So yeah. Mm. Because well, we'd always go in the morning. But coming home was a breeze, but it was always getting there. That was the hard part. Yeah. And so when they called you in for the audition process, were they familiar with your work or I what was that like? No, they didn't really... Mm-hmm mention any of that because with this whole process I had done Dracula before with the company but only like behind the scenes stuff not mm-hmm. anything that has been seen by the general public now, there was one thing that went to another country but it's like <laughs> I started just doing some scratch vocals for a commercial uh-huh. before they got Sandler in to do it and like I did a theme park ride in Dubai because oh. Sandler didn't want to do it and then I think uh, I'm also in that theme park oh, are you serious yes. hey, the motion gate I I think so. I'm trying. Or was it? Were you in? I was in. No, actually, it was a Kung Fu Panda thing. So maybe it was actually. I think that might be. What is that? Universal Studios in Hong Kong? Hong Kong or Shanghai? Because I I remember I auditioned for some Kung Fu Panda. I got to do some research. Internet, do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Kung Fu Panda. I played Master Squirrel. Uh, Anyway, I'm. I auditioned for Master Beaver? Yes! That was uh, probably a CSD thing. Yeah, I think it was. (laughs) Wait, that's come out. We could talk about that, right? Small World. The Ride? Yeah. Yes. Okay, it did come out. Yes. I don't know. I was never booked yes. on it, so I didn't know if it was out or not. It is out. It is out. Yeah, I auditioned for Master Beaver for that one. Oh my gosh, small yeah. world. Yeah. So back to Dubai. Yes. Yeah, so there was a theme park ride for Hotel Transylvania out there. I did Dracula for and Wow. That was really fun. And then I did scratch vocals again for the short Puppy. Okay, yeah. So I, I think the directors of the fourth movie actually directed Puppy. So I think I'd worked with them a little bit on ah. that one. So they were like, they knew of me, but I don't think they knew about what my job was outside of voice acting. <laughs> right. Because later, like, I was asked to audition or, well, not asked to, but like, you know, I got the audition in from my agent. I was like, okay, well, try again. I've gotten Dracula before. We'll see. And so, I, funny story, I actually drove by the studio that I recorded my first voice gig ever out here. No way! For Dracula. It's literally like two minutes down the road from LA there. Studios? No, it was uh, DG Entertainment. Oh, DG Entertainment. Sure, yeah. sure. I was just like, oh my gosh, that's where I did my first voice gig out here. <laughs> So that was awesome. And then, yeah, so I auditioned for it and I made it to uh, their round of callbacks. And they actually had me record all of the short monster pets. Yeah, I was going to ask about monster pets. Yeah. So by the time I was involved, the animation was already done. For monster pets. Yeah. So we ADR'd the entire short. Wow. Which was, (laughs) I mean, I've done ADR before, but when you're ADRing like somebody who wasn't even supposed to be the final voice, they did it all to scratch dialogue. 
Okay. So I had to match the scratch dialogue after I'm already matching someone else. So I had to double match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was just weirdly difficult. And it took like two or three sessions to finish the whole short. Whereas uh-huh. it took us like three sessions to do like two thirds of Hotel Transylvania 4. Oh, wow. So it's just, it was amazing how much work that entailed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I did a, they came on and we like treated it like a job where I just read for them for monster pets. And then apparently the other people they were looking at, they did the same thing. So they had like three different guys recording for Dracula. And then they picked from there. I was told later though, <laughs> when I was uh, going in for my first job, the director said, oh yeah, we were looking up some of the other stuff you'd done. And then like one of the directors said, yeah. My they s- Google you. Oh, they Googled they, you. They Googled me. And I, I think part of it was I had to like send them like, if you've done anything notable and have news stories or anything, send them our way. I'm like, okay. So I sent a few things. So they were watching a few of my videos from YouTube. And I remember the producer said that it was her, her grandchild came up and said, why are you watching Brian Hall? <laughs> and then like one of the directors said like, yeah, my, my kid did the same thing. <laughs> so it's just like, you guys know who this guy is. Hmm. And then I don't know if I got the job because of that, but I know that they knew it's, at that point. It's a wonderful thing to be attached to a movie and all people are already familiar with your work. Yeah. I mean, you I'm know? sure it didn't hurt anything. <laughs> and that is something that you've created created 100% on your own through perseverance, luck, talent, timing. And I think it's such a cool story. Can you tell us a little bit just briefly about how your success on YouTube came about? Um, it was all just one giant massive accident in my, in my <laughs> eyes. I'm sure everyone else isn't thinking that, but I, I was... Mean, it took I, a lot of talent. It, yeah, it took... I, I, guess, I guess it took a lot of talent, but I didn't mean for any of this to happen. Uh-huh. Like I, I did all these voices just because I thought they were fun. And like, yeah, I'd always wanted to be a voice actor, but I never thought I was good enough to actually make it or do anything in it. So it's like, ah, that's one of those dreams. If it comes along, sure, I'll go for it, but it's never going to happen. Well, I just uh, want to break the fourth wall here for a second to say, (laughs) see kids, if you don't think you might be able to do it either, just take a note from Brian to say, hey, anything is possible. Anything Anything is always possible. possible. Wow. So carry on. Yeah. So I was just in a spot in college where I was super broke. I been there. I was like, (laughs) I was in a musical at the school and it was like eating out all of my work time. So I wasn't able to go to my job or do anything like that. So it was basically just go to school, do the musical, go home. So I had no money, but Frozen was about to come out on Blu-ray. So I was saving Mr. Banks and I'm like, I want them because I'm a nerd. (laughs) And so I found this contest online, senior senior old cover of Let It Go. You can win a $100 gift card to Disney store. I'm like, that's my ticket. So thought, well, Disney characters, I, I didn't like how many covers I'd seen them let it go at that point that we're all like trying to get as far away from the original Disney as possible. So I'm like, no, let's bring the Disney back. Were they trying to like put their own spin, like let it go. Like what was it? I was just like, they were trying to get like, okay, we're going to take this and move it as far away from the original Disney property Uh, as possible. Like throwing all these different genres and everything. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but what if we made it more Disney? Uh, What if we had all the Disney characters sing it? And so I threw it together. I even had my mom bake some brownies for my roommate to bribe him to record the whole thing for me. Because he was a recording major. So just like, here's some brownies. <laughs> what it took. Just record this thing for me. He's like, sure. The secret to life right there. And he mixed it all for me. And it took him like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, Who knew? And uh, yeah, I just posted that. It wasn't meant to be seen by anyone. I wasn't trying to be a YouTuber. YouTube is just where I stored videos I made for myself. You know? Yeah. It wasn't meant to be anything. And did you get it in by the deadline? I actually missed it. <laughs> 
missed the deadline. But it was funny. The the company that did it found out I made it for their competition, and they said, "You should have written us. We would have gotten you in late entry, and you would have won." And I'm like, "Well, I already have the movies now, and I have a career, so I think I'm good." <laughs> Instead of buying DVDs, you bought a house. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Disney. Well, wow. And so, did you feel like it was magic at that time it, when you were recording it? Did it feel special? Not really. And that was one of the weird things about it was yeah. it just kind of felt like a normal day to me. We're just like, oh, yeah, do a whole bunch of cartoony voices. But everyone else who was there was kind of like, this is special, Brian. I'm like, no, it's not. Just trying to win a gift card. And even then, like, I made the video for the contest and one of my friends saw it. And he was just like, no, Brian, seriously, there's something special about this. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to get a gift card. And that's all it's going to be. And then did you share it overnight? I shared it once to my personal Facebook. I didn't have any business accounts or anything, just my personal one, just to ask my family and friends, Hey, what do you guys think? I want to submit this to a contest. Do you think it's good enough? They shared it 500 times on day one. Oh my gosh. On day one. And that was back before YouTube and Facebook had their feud. (laughs) It's like it spread like wildfire. Wow. Like literally four days later, it was like past five or six million views. (gasps) What did it feel like? I talked to a couple of the people who've gone through this. There's a thing called the viral fog mm-hmm. where it's just like if you go viral and you're not expecting it, your brain feels like it has this fog around it where you're just kind of sitting there looking around going, this isn't my life. It's like it's like you get this whiplash uh-huh. of just life where you're, you're uh-huh. just like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and things are going to go back to normal, right? And you wake up and it's just getting crazier. But like, like a what? good whiplash. It's a good whiplash. It's a good whiplash. But it definitely <laughs> throws you for a loop. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, all these people that never talked to you before all of a sudden just like, hi, how are you? How's everything hey, going? It's just Brian. like, who are you? <laughs> hey, it's me, Miss Clarence, your third grade teacher. Exactly. It's all that kind of stuff. Your music teacher, you know who this is? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so, it's so funny because there used to be this thing, I, I would say, when I was first getting started in the business where I didn't ever want to really do impressions of other voice actors that was sort of at that time considered something full pop. And I feel that it's really come full circle. I mean, and I think you were kind of the riding the quest crest of, of this, where we see just how much people love to see impressions mm-hmm. of others. And now it, you know, so many people are breaking through based on the, the work that they're sharing on social media, on TikTok and on YouTube impression based. And so what do you, what do you think about that? Do you think it's, there's been a lot of changes? Um, I really don't know as far as that goes. I hope that there is mm-hmm. because I didn't know about the whole, oh, doing impressions of other voice actors is faux pas until long after I got started. So I'm sitting there going, how many people did I take off? <laughs> <laughs> Probably less than you think, but I'm, I'm sure that's, the you know, case. I don't picture Brian Cummings like, mm, that's my character. You know? I hope that nobody thought that because <laughs> no. I'm sitting there going, I was like, I didn't know that was a rule. I was some kid in the middle of Texas. I just, I just wanted a gift card. <laughs> and now it's like, well, I can make a career off it. So I'm going to try. I'm not, I'm not trying to make waves or anything. So I hope that that's what's happened. You've really created your own career. Yeah. And, you know, the goal is to be able to create characters of my own. I mean, granted, most of my work now voice acting has been voice dubbing, which I'm not ashamed of in any way. But I would love to get to the point where I could, could create my own characters for that. But in the meantime, I, I make it very clear. I'm not the voice of any of these guys except for, you know, the handful of characters I actually have done. So I think it's starting to 
become a thing because I'm starting to even see the big voice actors, you know, start to do the same thing. And they're starting to, you know, get online and doing all this stuff too. So I'm like, okay, maybe I unintentionally did a trailblazing thing. I didn't even know I was doing. You (laughs) definitely did. You are a trailblazer. Hey guys, this is Allison Packard. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that if you like the show, please, please, please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. So Brian, I know that you just started a brand new charity called Kirith Crossing. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So the whole point with Kirith Crossing is it's all about helping those with non-neurotypical thinking to be able to thrive and to be able to basically just get a jump start on, you know, life, anything that they would need. Like if we can provide them with like, uh, like an iPad or something to help with school, we Mm -hmm. would try to do that if we could, or, uh, just, if they need a certain kind of medication and they need a little financial help, we do our best to do that. Uh-huh. So the whole thing is just to help kind of break down the stereotypes or like the negative connotations that anybody with any sort of non-neurotypical thinking has. Yeah. And just help them to be able to create an environment where they can be their best. That's amazing. And and oh, yeah. a lot of our, our viewers, I think, identify as non-neurotypical thinking. Mm-hmm. And how would anyone that might benefit from your services get involved in the charity? Uh, well, one of the best ways is uh, you can go on to the website and there you can fill out a form to request any kind of help. And then uh, the team looks it over and we see what we can do and find our best options to create any type of help that we can. Yeah. And what about people that want to volunteer or get involved in other ways? <laughs> giving giving back. Um, we're still a little, we're still very early in our organizations mm-hmm. like getting started. So we don't really have a lot of volunteer positions right now. However, any sort of financial donation is always appreciated. They are tax deductible and everything. And if you go to the website, there is a place where you can donate and every little bit helps and it all goes towards to help. Everybody right now is all working volunteer for the company. So 100% of the proceeds will all go to help those. That's amazing. I would like to help. I mean, obviously help in a financial way as before, but also whatever we can do to help get the word out. I'm happy to assist with that. It's such an awesome mission and one that's easy to get behind. Oh, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Can you tell us about your friends who you started the charity with? Yeah. So Paul is kind of the, he's the brains behind the whole thing. So this was his idea from the get go. And this is something he's worked in social work for, I think, close to 15 years or something like that. So he's been helping others. It's like the core of what he does. And so this was really one more step. And like, I I can help somebody else here. Like his job, he helps out a lot of people, but he's still like, that's not enough. I want to help more. The dude is amazing. Wow. So, and he brought me and our other friends along for the ride, Janessa and Lisa, who are also involved. And all of us are working together to try to bring this thing to reality and help as many people as we can. Oh, that's awesome. That's so great. Well, I know you have uh, another video to finish uh, editing. Can you tell us about your video? When is that going to be out? I wonder what's going to be out first. Probably that this Uh, this, a couple weeks before yeah because this video that i just finished today should be going out next week at some point so yeah doing we don't talk about bruno but as a bunch of disney characters just like let it go but this time with we don't talk about bruno oh my gosh amazing (laughs) can't wait to see it how do you manage that how do you juggle your time with this you know thriving voice acting career and you know even busier youtube 
profession. I'd be lying if I've said I've mastered it. (laughs) (laughs) He's mastered it. (laughs) But I I do my best. You know, luckily, I've got some amazing friends who have helped me to find a balance in life because either I'm working too hard or I'm not working enough. Mm. So, you know, they've really helped me find a good balance. And, you know, I do my best to like only work about eight, maybe nine hours a day. And then I let myself Mm. rest and everything. Yeah. Or else you start doing the... I've seen the people... I don't know how some of these YouTubers do it. They, for like weeks and weeks and months on end, they're like, oh yeah, I basically sleep for like two hours a day. It's like, no. Sleep is so important. Yeah. So I do my best to create a lot of content, but at the same time, not at the expense of my health. I used to do that, but I'm not doing that anymore. That's so smart. And yeah, with so time you'll comes burn wisdom. yourself out. And then it, I lost a good six or seven months to burnout just because I'd worn myself out that much. I'm like, I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been there myself and and it's rough. It's really rough. But if you can be still long enough to hear what your spirit is telling you, it'll rejuvenate you and bring you back, hopefully Mm -hmm. help you find your true north of what you love. Yes, absolutely. Well, we love you so much, Brian. It's been so great having you on the show. If you want to see more of these and thank you guys for tuning in, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to Allison's Wonderland, where we explore the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. For more episodes of Allison's Wonderland, please visit us at www.allisonpacker.com. See you next week.